Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. In 2017, life as we knew it came to a screeching halt when production on Sex and the City 3, the movie, was unceremoniously and abruptly shut down. Three years later, it was announced in 2020 that a Sex and the City reboot was in the works. However, the reboot is not actually a third movie, and thus, my journey continues. On this podcast, I will be doing what many believe to be the undoable. I will be saving Sex and the City free. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, kind of a psychic podcast, honestly, Saving Sex in the City 3. I'm here today with someone who bills himself as kind of a prettier Jesus on Instagram, and I have to say, looking at his beautiful face, I can't help but agree. It's Joe Hedges. Hi. Wow. Thank you so much for that introduction. Um, I would first and foremost love to credit singer-songwriter Lord for that song lyric that I have now completely appropriated within a week and a half. You did appropriate it and truly fooled me into thinking that that was you because I was like, God, that sounds amazing and like what a cool thing to say. And then I remembered it is a lyric from Solar Power just now, which actually you can take it. Just take it. Great. Yeah. Okay. No, it actually was me. She got it from mm-hmm. me. I didn't want to. I didn't want to drag her in that moment. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm doing great. I am so happy to be here. I have been planning this genuinely since Saving Sex in the City three debuted. Wow. And I've been workshopping ideas, watching my ideas be taken by other people, being like, okay. That's off the menu. What's next for me? And I feel like I've gotten to a point where I've accepted that it's, am I original? No. But am I taking an original spin? Absolutely. You know, some things just are in the air. It's interesting to see what guests will, like, what storylines kind of pop up again and again. And I think it's just like a general taking of the temperature. So I'm so excited to see what you've come up with. I, Sex in the City, well, not Sex in the City, but And Just Like That is currently filming. Are, you're based in yes. New York, yes? They're right around me. Ugh. I'm keeping an eye out every day. Oh my God, how exciting. I love that I'm for you. I'm waiting for the moment. I'll lose my mind. Yeah. Right now it's like Gossip Girls all around uh-huh. and I'm seeing those sets, but I'm like waiting for the day I just see Carrie Bradshaw we need it I wonder I don't know if it has like a release date yet or anything but I do feel like I feel the beginnings of that energy upon us and I'm my body Mm. and soul are ready I cannot wait yeah I feel like they just like announced it and they're just working backwards Mm -hmm. they're like oh we'll come up with the cast we'll come up with the plot like as long as we get this out the door like 
they they made they knew their mistakes with the third movie and they said let's just make sure that no one can back out mm-hmm. and here we are here we just are. watching them write it as it goes along everyone it seems is involved except for kim which is iconic right. actually and there was that, there was that moment where they were like no there won't be any like chris Knopf. Yeah. there won't be any steve and then suddenly they were just all announced to be in it which is once again like was that like a trick or was it just like they didn't get to their emails yet i have no idea yeah i think it's like emails were exchanged chris noth did an interview recently where he said like he was firmly like not gonna do it and then produced i think michael patrick king like talked him into Mm -hmm. it and was like there are places we can go with this character that this character hasn't been before so i'm truly hoping for like radical big (laughs) <laughs> yeah where hasn't he been we've seen him everywhere like i would love to see him really take a full shift like i want bankruptcy and i want struggle which is not what i've come up with but it's something i'd like for that i know just off the top of my head i'm like alzheimer's let's do it like <laughs> i feel like that's such a key theme of this podcast it always goes back to alzheimer's that is i'm constantly finding myself in a place of alzheimer's <laughs> on the pod <laughs> It's just our still Alice moment Mm -hmm. constantly. Okay, so for anyone newly tuning in, welcome. And here's the gist. I have a person on the podcast. I let my guests come up with storylines for each of the girls. Basically, I allow them total creative freedom to do whatever they want. And then we go back to the beginning and build the movie or show or episode, whatever they choose from there. And with that, I'm going to give you the floor and uh, okay. let your creative juices flow. I'm ready to flow. I, The way that I set up my characters here is basically getting us to where the movie begins. So it's what's gone on in the past 10 years and where are they? Mm-hmm. And then I do, I have a very clear vision for what goes on after, but I'll give you the backstories first. Okay, great. So, like I said, this isn't original. Everyone has done it. But I think that Carrie obviously does get canceled. I think it's in... We can we can get to that. But she's been canceled. I think her books have been removed from libraries. It's gotten to that wow. extreme. Okay. A full censorship. Full, her column is she's pulled. Done. And Big has left her Whoa. as a result of her cancellation. I think she's but what's, also banned... Just sorry to interject, but banned from Twitter and Instagram. Well, that's what I think the one thing that Carrie would do is want to apologize but not know her Twitter password. Okay, okay. And have no way of doing anything else. So she's just locked out. (laughs) So she's never even apologized for her actions because she can't log in. A power move, honestly. And what's coming up this year in September is the Met Gala. And no one will dress her except for Louise from St. Louis. And that's where I'm leaving Carrie at the start of this. (laughs) I'm obsessed. I love that she's still invited to the Met Gala. <laughs> she has in my head. She this is her. This she could come back. This is her comeback moment. Okay. She thinks this is it. Mm-hmm. She somehow got the invitation. I honestly feel like people have done worse and showed up. So yeah, it's a real. It's a toss up. Who gets invited? Who doesn't? So right. someone throws. Maybe okay. We'll get there. I'm loving this. Continue. I'm so Great. excited. So for Samantha, who is now being played by Jean Smart in my head, yes. because I've like watched too much hacks and I'm like, okay, every time I watch it, I'm like, wait, is that Kim Cattrall? Like, it takes me like a few seconds every episode to really register that it's not. Um, she's like, I feel like she's a little bit older than her, but I also think that's something that like SJP would want. Mm-hmm. 
is like let's bring her back and make her even older than me um but she's single she's successful and she has a new client azalea banks wow okay yes to me this is a power duo i don't think there's anything azalea anything samantha can't do for azalea at the same time it definitely leads to some chaos in her life however azalea is able to get an invitation to this year's met gala Mm -hmm. with samantha as her guest incredible that's where we are for her okay love it miranda is where we kind of absolutely take a turn here which is i think brady has come out as gay miranda is an extremely supportive mom as we can assume and i can only assume steve is too but he's not really top of mind for me here Miranda finds a bottle of poppers in Brady's bedroom, becomes instantly addicted, (laughs) has an addiction to poppers, is disbarred from the New York State Bar as a result. Yes, we have... Loses her license. She might even go blind for a little bit, because I know... Oh. (laughs) I know someone that 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 actually did kind of happen to, and it's, it's no laughing matter, but he's fine now. But, like, she definitely, like, has, like, a blind moment. Oh, she has, yeah, 100%. That actually really adds, I think, to the character. Mm-hmm. That adds to what I'm, what's coming next, which is <laughs> she finds a new sense of purpose without all of this, without her, with all of this free time, she finds a new sense of purpose, which is becoming the next Elizabeth Holmes-style scammer with poppers, marketing it as a cure-all, everything. It can, it can solve every issue. And seeing her now in, like, a shaded glass would be incredible holding that bottle of poppers mm-hmm. and that's where gorgeous. she lands yeah she's full like transition lenses or even just yes. like sunglasses. there's no transition it's just the lens <laughs> yeah it's over for her um as a result of poppers which yeah there is a few scientific risks i love this because miranda is classically like the strongest one and the most trustworthy one and we never would ever think that she would succumb to this kind of struggle but all it takes is one sniff (laughs) i mean that's really that's truly the slogan for her all it takes is one sniff Mm -hmm. um and yeah obviously this this lands her an invitation to the Met Gala yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. with her date Elon Musk. Okay, perfect. Just throwing it out there. Um, we lead, we end with Charlotte, who is leading the most similar life to what she's already led. Lily and Rose, I think, are in high school. They go to um, Nightingale Bamford, which is the real version of Constance Billard from Gossip Girl. Okay, she's happy with Harry. Things are going great, but. She gets a little bit bored, so as a result, she starts her own anonymous Instagram account harassing the students of Nightingale Bamford, (laughs) including her own children. Perfect. And she's running this huge account, and she's also on a board at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. So she's she's also going to be at the Met Gala. Yeah. Okay. Yes, of course. I love this. I love that no one's safe from her criticism. No one's safe, not even her children. Mm -hmm. And she's causing chaos. And I think that this is an opportunity to just dovetail, as I'm always trying to do, get Gen Z involved somehow, some way. And so we can cast just tons of TikTok teens 
and other oh, I have a list talent. of cameos. Okay, perfect. One hundred percent. I want Charlie D'Amelio to be a key player in this. And also at the Met Gala because we know she she will probably she, be at the Met Gala this year. Oh, she one hundred percent will be. You're so right. I'm looking forward to seeing that. She's really going to show up. She's going to be on theme. I'm excited for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I think this is a major. It's a. Ma- it's our Gossip Girl reboot. Yeah. On our own. This is a. It's we're getting two in one here. It's merging. It's not everything. just Sex in the City. I'm glad to see also just more Jean Smart in general, and I too have struggled with her confusing her for Kim Cattrall for years. Like it. It. blew my mind for the longest time I was like these two women are the same person or they're not like I don't understand so now this is a moment of closure for me I'm I'm happy you have that moment because for me it's only just beginning (laughs) it's a new issue for me I literally sat here and googled their names yesterday and like it's obviously talked about on the internet but I was like this should be like it should show up on the bottom of the screen with their credits Mm -hmm. like not Kim Cattrall not Gene Smart, because at that point, just establish it for me that it's not like a stage name. Yeah, I can't it's remember. Too, it's too close. What the first thing was that I saw Gene Smart in, where I was like, "That it, what?" and like could not piece it together, and it tortured me for ages. So yes. <laughs> yeah, you do get closure here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we have that. It's gorgeous. Um. Okay, so I think. We obviously, like, we go back to the beginning. Yes. Do we open on, like, Carrie's, like, she's already been canceled or she is, like, in the process? Maybe we open on New York. Obviously, we get our sprawling city and, like, a voiceover. And we're seeing just, like, fashionable fashionable people, like, flit across the street, like, hailing cabs. And we get, like, a shot of Samantha, a.k.a. Jean, like in a sexy power suit, like on a Bluetooth headset. We get Miranda like at the law office, just doing lawyer stuff and Charlotte sending the girl off to school. And then maybe Carrie says something like, and all, but all it takes is one moment for that perfect New York day to go up in smoke or something like that. And we, Oh, I have chills. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. And they all go through this major life change on the same day. (laughs) And you witness just like chaos enter their lives. And I feel like it would begin with Azalea Banks entering Samantha's offices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's because that's, that's the only shift for her. I think that Azalea just shows up to Samantha's office and demands (laughs) to be represented (laughs) by Samantha and and Samantha loves a powerful woman Mm -hmm. she's like absolutely yes this makes this is a creative challenge for her yeah like I picture Samantha in the room with like some sort of famous we need like a celebrity cameo right off the bat who she's working with um Mm -hmm. yes who could it be it's like Emma Corrin or something like the girl from the queen who played princess die (laughs) I actually like that's such a deep cut. Like I was thinking so much broader, but I love that it's her. I think that a makes really serious sense. actress, like and <laughs> someone that's like it right now, is like right. in the middle of this meeting, like strategizing, and like Samantha has like a PowerPoint up on like a huge television and is like pointing to all the different things, and then Azalea just comes like running in, trailed by security, and like. Maybe even there's some sort of opportunity for physical violence, like a slapping Emma, or I think the mm. audience would love to just see that. Oh, 
and she takes over the meeting and the security guards are like do you want her removed and samantha's like no this is bold this is brave i love it like sit down 100 percent yes it it poses it's a gift to her at first and it's a gift that she doesn't realize she might not want to receive yeah i think also maybe we find out samantha's been struggling with like she's kind of bored by her clients she's like everyone's the same like they all want like the Mew Mew campaign and then like a Chanel, like a Chanel brand ambassadorship. I'm sick of it. And like, and that this is the moment where true change can. She really gets her shift. Yeah, 100%. And that I think leads us right to obviously Azalea demanding a seat at the Met Gala mm-hmm. right off the bat. That's her inciting incident. Yeah. She's like, you're repping me and. Like, I don't care about anything I'm, except the Met Gala. And now you have to do it. And for some reason, it's just like, it's all... I feel like we need to incorporate some witchcraft in here as well. Because I know that Azalea is yes. into that. So, yes. um, like, she's like, just make it happen. And, <laughs> and, and you'll get... And that she does. Yeah, and you'll get millions. Like, they don't even sign a contract... Oh, I love that. Like, she's like, just trust me. Maybe she does some sort of, like, really mystical thing. And, like, show we go into, like, total just, like, mysticism where she, like, shows Samantha, like, what the future could be. It, like, cuts to, like, an American Horror Story (laughs) style back story. And you're like, wait, what's happening? And it's, like, 19... It's, like, 1592 and she's brewing something and it's led to this moment Mm -hmm. she's brewing and in that moment samantha just sees hundreds and hundreds of years of history that's all been leading up to this woman and her like spiritual takeover of the world which actually make, tracks in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, that actually makes sense to me for her. Yeah, it is. 100%. Like it, and the, she, Samantha, is the only woman that, like, could partner with Azalea to, like, pull this off. Like, uh, obviously, Azalea yes. would not want to work with, like, a white woman, and especially, like, an older white woman. But <laughs> she's, like, has to relinquish control at some point because it just is yeah. written in the stars. It's written in the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. That makes... Like, you did bring up a good point. Like, there's no world where these two women would be in the same room no. except fate led them there. Mm-hmm. And they have to accept that. It was meant to be. Um. So then... We're like, and maybe like that night, I'm trying to think how we like connect this to like a Brady being gay moment. Like maybe Azalea's like, or maybe Samantha's like, okay, like I'll work on the Met Gala, but tonight I'm putting you on the guest list for like the newest club, like the newest party in downtown like what's like the hottest like gay party that she could possibly go to stop (laughs) (laughs) you're actually asking like the wrong person like me it's like my apartment like i love um... that no i was hoping that you might know because i literally have no idea well if if one of us should know it should be me and yet there's just actually no context (laughs) for me but i do see i see honestly like is this, a, is this a Brady-hosted event, or is she running into Brady there? I think she could run into Brady there. Okay, okay. I Now I'm connecting some dots for us. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the event is, but I definitely think 
at that event, Charlotte needs to find out, and Charlotte posts to the Gossip Girl account, and that's how everyone finds out. Yeah, it's like the hottest Brady. party full of like total all underage people. Most it's mostly yes, underage yes. people, like a handful of thirty somethings, and then like just the hottest of the hot twenty somethings, and then like four. 50-year-old women mm-hmm. who are also there. Yeah. They have to go. Samantha, okay, yes. Samantha tells all the girls that they have to come meet her at this party. Like, trust it's going to be the hottest thing. She has her new client coming there. Maybe Azalea is going to perform, like, a new single at the party. Like, can- She's finally releasing actual music. Yeah, yeah. finally. She's like, this one will be on Spotify. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, <laughs> you can listen to this okay, one. Okay, I love this because I think Samantha's, like... She tells it like it is. You know, she's not one to like bite her tongue and she's like, You wanna th- you want an invitation to the Met Gala? You're gonna have to earn it, honey. Like, put out some music. She's like, shit or get off the pot. And then Azalea says, like, fine, I will release new music if you get me the Met Gala. And so that's they both have then something to It's work a barter with. system. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's like a buddy comedy happening <laughs> in the middle of this with the two buddy of them. Comedy. With Jean Smart and Azalea Banks. <laughs> she was made I would for watch it. That. She was made for yeah. it. I would actually yeah, I would I would pay top dollar for whatever subscription service that was on. One hundred percent. Okay, this is amazing. And so Samantha says, you know what, and tonight we're not even like we're hitting the ground running. Tonight there's a party. I have like spent my team has spent months putting this together. You're gonna perform a song, a never before heard song at this party. Done. And so Azalea's like, fine. And they shake on it and then go their separate ways. And that's when Samantha calls all the other girls and she's like, Girls, we're going out tonight. I am obsessed with like the idea of the soundtrack for this movie featuring this Azalea song. Mm-hmm. It's a major draw for audiences. Huge. And this is like it falls into like the timing of like the Liza Minnelli performance. Yes. At Stanford's wedding mm-hmm. is the exact point where this Azalea song is happening. Absolutely. We so you get people in. a musical number off the bat. And then also I think <laughs> this will give Azalea, just as an artist, like the number one chart topping hit that she deserves. Oh yes. Yeah. So and the, this Finally soundtrack, she deserves that recognition. Mm-hmm, this will do it all. So Do you think it's like themed around Sex in the City? Like ha- the way that yeah, I don't even know. I think that does Jennifer Hudson have a song where she sings about the Sex and the City girls in the soundtrack? I, think I feel she like she has does. a song in the soundtrack, but she doesn't sing it in like she doesn't do a live There's performance. No... But in the most maybe dramatic moment, there is like a Jennifer Hudson song as well on the soundtrack. Yeah, right. we're just right, padding right. Yeah, the soundtrack okay. with hit after hit after hit. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, so we have that's two really ideal two great artists. <laughs> on the soundtrack and then there's so so many room for more honestly oh absolutely at the <laughs> met who's to say who's gonna be there yeah okay so i think we then cut to this party yes and i was gonna say this might be where we introduce charlotte's account mm-hmm where she, it's her she's already posting saying spotted at this event like she's taking this. photos of kids and the girls are like why are you on your phone like they're all standing around at like a high top carrie's smoking again inside she's right. like i can't 
quit. Just don't ask me to quit. Like, it's just not going to happen. And um, Miranda's there kind of trying to be cool, but not like too over Brady's shoulder. Samantha's there doing her like Samantha thing, making sure everything's going well. And Charlotte is just like texting away, clicking away, clicking away, scrolling Instagram, seeing all like the likes roll in, taking like sneaking over and taking like low key photos. And I think she can get away with it because it like will play up that idea that like if you're a woman and you're like over 30, you're invisible to the world. So like no one even pays attention to Charlotte, even though she Wait, seems so obvious. Like I love those. that there's like a meaningful theme behind it. Mm-hmm. Like we're sending a message with this. It's not just for fun. Yeah. The message is like women over 30 can and are, can be and are powerful and you may not see them, but that doesn't mean they're not there. And then they won't that doesn't ruin mean your they're fucking not life. bullying your kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wreaking <laughs> havoc on the youth of today. I love that. Yeah, that makes total sense. I think we get so much information. And this is obviously where Miranda has her first sniff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she, Charlotte posts a photo, I think, of Brady doing poppers. I, like, even her friend's kids aren't off limit. <laughs> no, yeah, yes, 100%. Do we have like... A moment where she explains like what she's doing or should her friends also not find out until like later i think it's a big reveal in the the middle of the second act okay i love that. i think that right now they're all just like she's on her phone yeah she's just minding her own business little do they know what's actually happening here she's like harry needs help making a grilled cheese like he never does that kind of stuff and just like set like we'll just say household things or like typical yes. mom type of things and none of them would understand that yeah they would be like that must be right mm-hmm. she's like oh i'm just the instacart person is shopping so i just and i have to substitute like dino kale for curly kale sorry and then they're just like okay um and so then maybe they all also follow this account or miranda yes or maybe Samantha follows it because it's kind of how she like scopes out like the goss and like hot what potentially like hot new clients or whatever. Right. It's kind of like a Dumois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like almost at that level. Totally. And then Samantha's like, uh oh, like looks like someone's been caught having a sniff and like turns. <laughs> And, like, shows a photo to all the girls when it's Brady in the bathroom, like, sniffing poppers. Charlotte's the most upset. She's the most shocked. (laughs) She can't believe what she's seeing. She's, like, she's saying to Miranda, like, you need to do something about this because this is really not funny. Like, this is a really serious issue. And, like, (laughs) I can't believe that this is happening and that it's even worse that it's on the internet, which is forever. Like, this is a huge problem. really dead at that she caught him, like, in the bathroom. Like, Charlotte is, like, truly camouflage in any situation like she will take photos of people in the most intimate moments where they're but they have no idea that she's even there. yeah 100% yeah there's actually again but you're proving the point yeah people aren't paying attention no one's paying attention so like Brady's like sniffing poppers in like maybe it's like the dark room of the thing and he's like making out with like an older guy and it right. and Charlotte is just pearl clutching so terrified samantha's like it's not that big of a deal everyone does it and carrie's like 
she's judgy about like the whole poppers. I feel like thing. Carrie has never heard of poppers before. Somehow, based on her characterization, she'd be like, "What is this nail polish remover?" And that'd be the end of her commentary. Yeah, she's not interested. She doesn't understand it, and she doesn't want to know anymore. I'm wondering if Carrie can get canceled for like either not knowing what poppers are. Like, I maybe she tweets something. Or, like, text her assistant to tweet something about, like, something rude and judgy about poppers. And then it's, like, all it takes is one person to get a hold of that tweet and be, like, this bitch is a sex columnist. And then, like, <laughs> it's Carrie's tweet. Like, right. What? Like, right. who even does poppers? Like, I don't even know what they are. I've never even heard of them. <laughs> I love her and Miranda both, like, being catalyzed by poppers. <laughs> like, it's just destroyed both of their lives in different ways. Yeah, so it, Carrie texts, like, she doesn't have access to any of her socials, and she's like, yeah. oh, poppers, like, I'm firing off a text, and has someone post that, and then goes back to, like, her Cosmo or whatever. And then Miranda goes on a hunt for, or maybe they both, Maybe they're both like we should try and do poppers. Oh yes. And so then they 100%. go hundred percent. Yeah, they go on a hunt together. And that's where everything goes downhill from that point forward. I think it's like a almost like a um like a Spider Man sequence from Miranda, like where like you, you watch the popper come to her nostril and then you like watch the neurons in her brain. It's totally. like a full blown sequence. Mm-hmm. You zoom back out, and she's a different person. You, she's completely changed. You experience Miranda's first time popping, like, from the inside out. And so it's like she, like, the music gets, like, louder. And then you see her and Carrie, like, laughing on the dance floor. <laughs> like, cracking up about the dumbest shit. And then, like, but where Carrie can snap out of it, something, like on a DNA genetic level has changed. <laughs> has shifted. Yeah. yeah. There's a full shift in her chemistry. And then I think someone even snapped, maybe Charlotte snaps a picture of Carrie doing bobbers and then adds to the pile on where, where she's like, or that account does. That's like, she says right. she doesn't even know. Then what's this bitch doing right now? And like, it just like explodes from there. Oh, 100. And that's like a diet Prada post waiting to happen. Oh my God. It's going to be multiple slides. You'll see the tweet. You'll see the picture. And then you'll see like a backlog of things that Carrie has said. The next day, Carrie wakes yes. up to diet Prada just roasting her. And they do like... Four different dedicated posts and like yes. a long story that's like just her fashion mm-hmm. faux an pas. Essay. Yeah, an essay yeah. story with like just her even just greatest fashion faux pas. <laughs> and they're also they're using that as like a personal attack. They're like, you really like she shouldn't even be around anymore. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Because of her like bralette with the button down over it is like number one image. And they're like, why did she do that? Also, why was she a terrible person. The Givenchy but skirt still. with like the belt that was it was like a green <laughs> belt that was like just on her skin attached to the skirt. Like it's everything. And they're bringing up all the receipts and then just like slide after slide of like something from her column that was so, like they've been waiting. They just needed someone to light the match, but they've had this post ready to go since yes. the oh, yeah. since they started Diet Prada. They've been they ready to knew take that care. They were going to come for Carrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one hundred percent. 
And this is truly the beginning of the landslide that marks the end of Carrie's career as we know it. Yes. I think within 24 hours is when she gets a call from her agent, her manager. Everyone is saying, like, we're out, actually, because this is, you can't recover from this. It's game over. Like, your your books are being burned right now in Washington Square Park. There is a book burning happening. Yeah. Like, you're, everything you ever touched has been canceled, and we're done. There's and she, a full-blown protest in Washington Square Park <laughs> that is just a bonfire of books and the New York Star like any anything yes and even like Manolo's like girls are just throwing like shoes into the fire like it's a lot of angry women just completely annihilating her entire history and just saying like we don't want to see this ever again they've stormed like bookstores and are like ripping books off of ripping Carrie's books off of the shelf stealing them from bookstores and running to the bonfire throwing them in yes it's full chaos and pandemonium you're seeing like windows shattered you're seeing like completely I would say like a bookstore clerk is like wrestling with a protester begging for the books back. People are going bankrupt as a result of this. Like, Carrie, not only has like Carrie's lives been just Carrie's life been destroyed, destroyed, but also like the fabric of New York City as a result. And that just, has been once again shifted. Yeah, another diet Prada post waiting to happen. That's just like the oh. aftermath, the aftermath of problematic, canceled Carrie Bradshaw is <laughs> truly just the destruction of New York City. <laughs> I actually like one million percent. I think that she leads to like New York City's ultimate downfall. Like <laughs> it's her fault. And then I think obviously Big gives her just a phone call and says, "Hey kid, I'm out. Mm-hmm. No more context. That's it. We we don't have to cast Kristoff for this. I don't think he is necessary to the plot." But I do think we need to explain why he goes missing. I think, yeah, I think that's great. I think maybe he's been on vacation or something or he's on a business trip like that Carrie can mention when they're all at the gay like party. But then he just calls and he's like, I'm going to extend like indefinitely. So take care. He like refound Natasha. Yeah. He's back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's over for her. Maybe he did meet back up with Natasha. And then we see somehow like photos leaked just when you thought it couldn't get any worse for Carrie. Photos are published of Big and Natasha's like romp holiday romp in the sun. Like they're in like St. Mark's or something. And I think that our key source for that would be Charlotte Mm -hmm. once again. We don't know how she got those photos, but she got them. She got access. She got them and posted them. She has connections. Yeah. (laughs) Just once again, destroying the lives of everyone around her for no reason. Yeah. No reason. Other than just boredom, housewife boredom. It happened. And just once again, being underestimated, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, 100%. I do. I feel like it's justified in her life. Yeah, totally. And to the audience. So, Carrie is obviously like devastated and also just in hiding in her apartment. Like she can't even go out on the street. Like everything's just happening so fast and crumbling so fast. Mm-hmm. Me- and she thought like her um, single and fabulous cover was that for her. And like little did she know that this is a- the real deal. Yeah, that was the child's real deal. play compared to this. <laughs> to this moment. Um. Meanwhile, Miranda, she is she in the office? Like, 
maybe Carrie calls her in a moment of panic and is like, how do I stop this? Like, what do I do? Like this account? Like, I don't even know what a diet product is. Like my assistant said it's really bad, but like things are happening. And Miranda is like, there's nothing you can do. Like this happens. Like the best thing to do would be just to like give it a few days and then revisit. Don't post anything like, just hang on. Let me see right. if I can make a call to your publisher or someone or see what the legal things are to get like your to make sure like your books are protected or whatever. Like I'll call you back. And then Miranda, we see her open up her desk and there's like a bottle of poppers. <laughs> and she just like <sighs> takes like a sniff and is just like just sits back and relaxes. Yeah, she's doing poppers totally. like people in movies do cocaine. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I need to see... Like, it's the exact same visual. Like, she can't get enough. It's destroying her livelihood. (laughs) And it's constant. Constant. Yeah, and then I... I think that... Do you think that we introduced, like, the fact that she is beginning to not be able to see? Um, I think that comes, like, in the midway point. Like, this is still the beginning. Like, she still has her job. But I think, like... Right, right, right. Um someone like in the next Miranda scene it would be like someone catches her at work or someone or some or even in this moment someone's like what are you doing and she's like oh nothing nothing but it's really (laughs) really sketchy and becomes like the talk of the office (laughs) it's there we're seeing whispers around yeah 100 and I feel like at this point she is like a major partner in the company like she is this could be her own law firm yeah and I think that people are nervous that if she's acting this way, what does this mean for the future of the company? Mm-hmm. Totally. And then, which is, I think Carrie calls Samantha then because she's like, help me. Like, this is a PR nightmare, blah, blah, blah. And Samantha's like, oh, it's fine. Like, everything will blow over in a few days. Like, give it a week and then log on to Instagram and post a notes app apology. People will get mad, but then they'll be over it and something new will happen. And maybe Samantha's even like trying to. She's like, I have a client who, like, I can set up to, like, take a, have a scandal, to, like, take the heat off of you. Like, just whatever you do, don't do anything. And then in five days, like, publish your apology. Like, but she's like, the apology is the most important next step. Don't, whatever you do, don't forget to post the Instagram apology. And then it just never comes. Yeah. And then Carrie, we see, like, her assistant, she calls her assistant. Her assistant is like, I quit. Like, I'm not working for you anymore. You're toxic. And Carrie's like, okay, but like, I just really need all my like login info. Like, if you could just share that Google Doc with me or something. And right. they're like, no, fuck you. <laughs> and she has no understanding of technology, as we know. Like, she does not know how to hit, like, forgot my password. No. So, once she's out, she's out. She's locked out. Maybe she's locked out of everything, because her assistant ran all the password, like, apps. Yes. And so... Including email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just no... She's, there's no access. She's cut off from the entire world <laughs> with no form of recourse or point of connection. She just has an... And no one will help. Yeah. yeah. She just has an iPhone that will, like, open <laughs> with her face, but everything else, it's like all she can do is maybe make a call. Right. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. She's actually... She's stranded. Fully stranded. In the middle of New York City. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she can't go outside, so she's locked away. Every time she goes outside, like a new unflattering photo pops up of her <laughs> on Charlotte's Instagram, and she has no idea how like this Instagram is capturing her in her most hideous moments. But it's like without right. fail. Like I think we see a montage 100%. of Carrie trying to like go to the bodega to get cigarettes or blah blah blah, and we see just like the most unflattering angles like everything is bad so she's just now in her apartment she can't leave yeah she can't she can't leave she can't call anyone she could call someone but who's gonna pick up Mm -hmm. yeah no one will pick up the phone it's a lonely existence but that's where she's at yeah and even miranda's like not picking up anymore but that's not because miranda (laughs) hates her that's because miranda is so yeah she's deeply addicted like i think we see her does she now like it's bleeding into home life as well? Like she gets in a fight with Steve mm. and like maybe I could see her just like her like cognitive functions are kind of failing a little bit. Like she's like trying to do things at home and like knocking over her glasses and just like stumbling into the walls. And Steve's like, what's going on? Like what, where, what's happening here? And Brady's the one to be like, I've seen mom with a bottle of super rush for the past three weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously to Steve, like that's like the scariest option. Yeah. He has no clue what this is and he's terrified. This is a really ext- raw and real family moment for all of them yes. where like they might get nominated for awards for their like acting. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. One hundred percent. This is this is Oscar bait. Yeah. One hundred percent. This is also giving me shades of like hereditary when like Tony Collette screams at her kid, at her son. <laughs> Wait, I want that exact scene. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, <laughs> the lighting. Over, yeah. Over poppers. Over poppers. And she's doing that same exact delivery. And like it's really it's a really complicated dynamic because obviously like Brady has to say like you're doing this thing that I also do but like it's different for me and then is it that different for him and she like attacks him and then I think she says really mean stuff about him being gay but it's just it's the poppers talking honestly it's her addiction talking (laughs) wait the poppers (laughs) turn her homophobic yeah I really yeah 100% raging homophobe a blind stumbling around (laughs) homophobic Meh. Yes. Yeah. And that's when she shows up to work the next day. Mm-hmm. After and like that's just an where... insane fight. I think Steve and Brady both leave. They're like, we're going to yes. a hotel. Like, who are you? And like, what have you become? And then we just see Miranda. <laughs> She's happy that they're gone. She's just in the corner with her bottle of rush. Just taking a sniff and like laughing. And she doesn't care at all. Yeah. yeah. She has no other values. Mm-mm. Right. Which I feel like at this point would lead us back to Charlotte, yeah. who's reporting on this. Mm-hmm. Trying to live her normal life. She's making Lily and Rose like an incredible lunch for school, and then her phone keeps blowing up. And every time she puts it down, like if anyone in her family walks past, she just picks it up. Yeah. And she's like, oh, nothing. Like nothing's going on. Introducing this like threat to Harry. Where he's like, what's on your phone that you're hiding from me? Like, we don't hide anything from each other. What's going on here? Yeah, Harry and thinks she's, she's having just... an affair. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's just the Pilates. It's a Pilates instructor. <laughs> like, I just had to tell her I'm running 10 minutes late. And, like, 
and it's a constant chime on her phone because she, she has posts she has notifications on mm-hmm. for this instagram account and they're coming in at all hours charlotte is she never puts her phone on silent it's always chiming and she even has the key click sounds on so when she's yes. just like tittering away on her phone all the and time it's just she's consistently making a racket <laughs> and everyone else is just ignoring it and talking over it like it's a motif throughout the movie and i think you see in this scene like lily and rose maybe they like get in a fight about something that was posted on that account like about one of their classmates or maybe it was like something about um Lily like got leaked like like she got her period on herself or something like that and then got like made fun of and they're like fighting about it so Charlotte's like her phone addiction is causing and like her addiction (laughs) to gossip and like spilling the tea is causing destruction in her own family now yes just it's destroying her whole home life is now shattered Mm -hmm. so now we've like witnessed her life fall apart and Miranda's life fall apart and Carrie's obviously yeah but Samantha is breezing by thriving she's having a great time yeah she's never been better Azalea didn't lie she was like this was meant to happen like we're we're better together and I think that's where she is at this point which here's I'm going to introduce a twist to you okay in my head like the Met scene is placed at the same point as the wedding in the first movie oh this wow. is like okay act one mm-hmm. okay wow okay so we're getting right to Which, it <laughs> i think we should get to it briefly because i have another twist okay i have two more twists oh my god i love you for this okay so i think yeah the reviews are in from azalea's performance at the gay extravaganza and everyone is gagging over her they're like they can't wait for the album to be released she's just also announced the album dropping and like social media is blowing up she's hotter than ever and that's when the call comes in Maybe Samantha is like, Carrie, I gotta go and takes that when she's telling her like when to post her apology and she takes the call and it's Anna Winter herself personally calling to invite Azalea to the Met Gala. And that actually is kind of perfect because Azalea has the song Mm -hmm. called Anna Winter. Oh yeah. So this is a real full circle. Mm -hmm. She's like, I also want to thank her for this, for this, for this song that is an iconic iconic rap yeah and that's another moment for her it's a full circle it is it's really gratifying for azalea and for for anna herself it's great a great chance for all i love that okay (laughs) yes so samantha's in azalea's in then i think charlotte and harry are in a fight and he's like i think we just say the met gal is that night and so that's will raise the stakes. And so Harry's like, I can't believe you're doing this. And like, we're having these kinds of problems right now. Or maybe Charlotte's like, I can't believe like everyone's so upset yes. and all this drama is happening when we have like the Met Gala tonight. Like, she's like, can you snap out of it to Harry? Like, I'm not cheating on you, but he's really, he's sulking. He's upset. Like, and Charlotte's really right. worried that he won't hop to it and just like get on board i'm obsessed with the met being tonight now because <laughs> like it 
it like loops some of our previous themes out of the question. Like Miranda is no longer doing like her Theranos. It just does. There's just no time. There's no like, time. She, she just. It just doesn't happen for her. And I think... Which is... No, it's not going to happen. I think maybe it could. It could still. It could be like a second act. Right. But I think... Right, right, right. What happens is Steve is like, I'm not supporting this. Like, we, I was going to go be a date to the Met, but no more. And then he, they leave. And then he's like, good luck at the Met Gala tonight. And Miranda's literally like on the floor in a pauper's haze, cackling to herself. But she does end up going to the Met Gala high as a kite on poppers. I think she causes like a huge scene and embarrasses herself. Yes. And that's how she actually gets herself fired from her job. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, the stakes there are just so high that she's <laughs> fully, every single person who's anyone sees this happen, including Charlotte York, mm-hmm. Who's who really documents the it. whole thing. Post video after video trailing this, like, Met Gala disaster woman. Like, Miranda shows up with, like, her dress on backwards. She does, like, the entire, like, she does, like, a step, like, walks the steps, even though she's not supposed to. Is giving right. interviews to people. She's trying to she's... get, like, Andre Leontale poppers. Like, she is out of control. Yes, yes, completely. And I think that this is once again a situation where Diet Prada only amplifies it. Mm-hmm. They're oh, yeah. saying, like, here's the Met mess. Mm-hmm. And it's it's poor Miranda, yeah. who doesn't even know what's happening. <laughs> she can't see it, and she can't understand the world around her. She starts to go blind in the Met, during the Met Gala. <laughs> That's when it starts to hit her and things are getting, like, fuzzy. And, right. um... That leads to, like, I think her lowest point. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And then I think Carrie... Does Carrie get a call from... Louise, who is now just like an incredible designer. Yes. <laughs> and Louise is like, I see what's happening to you. I know who you are at your heart. And I know that at your heart is love. And I would love to help you tonight. Like, I, I'm sure you're going to the Met. And like, I think this could be your big comeback. And like, granted, it's been like maybe 48 hours now. But like, this is her moment to erase what happened. Yeah. And I think actually like, Carrie has not been disinvited from the Met. Yeah, no one even had the time. No, so she's no one still fully it. on the guest list, like, <laughs> and is expect. Like, I guess she gets like an even an email. Maybe she gets an email that pops up that's like, "So excited to see you night tonight at the Met Gala," and like information. She like can't it. respond to it or click on it, but she can just read like the first three lines. Yeah, it comes and she's up, like, "Oh," and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm still going," but then also has nothing to wear. Which is where, yeah, I think that, I think Louise in this situation chooses revenge. I think that she hated that bag that she got. It's the ugliest. And she honestly, 
that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I think about that back I think that, once a week and just like how hideous it truly was. Like I'll remember one element of it. Like I think there was like a corduroy panel on it. Like, and so that's what just popped into my head and is haunting me today. But next week, it could be like a completely opposite element of the that. like three dimensional like seas that are like around. Like, there's just so many things happening with that bag. But I also do think I want to own it one day mm-hmm. separately because I'm like, it's just so it's so iconic. Yeah. For being what it is that like walking around with it, I would feel I would feel just like Louise. I think it's like a, it could be an it bag event. Like it could make a comeback and be like the bag that like Bella Hadid is carrying. Like the girl. 100%. It needs a revival and could. I I feel like it'll be in like six months. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's coming fast. Yeah. I feel it percolating. But I think that Louise would make the dress inspired by that bag. So it's absolutely disgusting, and it's also not on theme. Mm-hmm. And also not cleared by Anna. So she shows up to this event looking terrible, looking out of theme, and upsetting Anna Winter herself. Anna cries. And she's already been canceled. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. she's not even mad. She's devastated to see her. I think that she, <laughs> in a rare moment, a rare move, takes off her sunglasses that she never takes off, and we see like a close up of a tear forming and rolling down her cheek and like she wipes it away. And we just know that like Carrie has destroyed Anna's life. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, not only her own, but hers. Yes. Yeah. They're both. As, she's just in her orbit has been destroyed. Anyone in Carrie's orbit Louise has been taken down. I love it. Okay. So Louise, I think she comes over to Carrie's apartment with this dress. And then she's like, puts her in it and she's like, it's gorgeous. And we never see the dress. Like we're only shooting Carrie from like the neck up until she gets to the Met Gala. And you know what? Okay. Maybe it's not even like Louise called her to like, to re and reached out. Maybe it was like, they were scheduled to go together and Louise never canceled because, and so then she's actually oh, going to so use right. this as just like the icing on the cake to really like just rake Carrie over the coals. Yeah. Yeah. So then she's like, wow. we've arrived and like, all the paparazzi are going crazy with their car. And like we see some sort of step and repeat like interviewer person being like, oh, my God, this just in Carrie Bradshaw is a, has arrived at the Met Gala and like it cuts to her like Louise gets out of the car and she's like, come on, Carrie, like, let's descend the staircase. <laughs> and then Carrie gets out in this mess of a dress and does the oh whole God. walk up the staircase. Like, but thinking she's like fabulous. Yes. And every reaction shot is people like absolutely disgusted. Mm-hmm. It gets worse with each cutaway from <laughs> Carrie. And she's still loving it. The The cameras, the cameras will not stop flashing. People are screaming, but like. But she doesn't realize it's just like, it's agony. It's like a really sc- people are terrified. It's a callback to the Washington Square Park protest. Yes, yes. Of just rage. And I think like she gets to the top of the stairs where a crying Anna Wintour is, and Anna just right. says like leave. And so I think the photographers also capture the moment of Anna like sending Carrie away, and she has to walk back down the stairs. <laughs> And get into a car as everyone's like yelling and booing her. 
throwing things throwing at her. It's like a full... Yeah, she gets like fully <laughs> shamed at the like Rose McGowan at the end of Jawbreakers style back into the car. And like it tops off with Louise being like, don't ever gift me. Like, don't rent the... Like, I'd rather rent the runway than... Some, like, said some sort of thing. Yes, to her yeah. Barriers. And it just slams that door shut. Mm-hmm. And she's over. Yeah. And then that leads to... I think what needs to happen next to progress the plot is Charlotte getting exposed. Yeah, totally. For who she is. Mm-hmm. And I think that that... Well... No, Azalea... Hasn't even caused her moment. Yeah, Azalea, she, as Carrie's going away, this is like the most iconic <laughs> Met Gala red carpet of all time because Carrie yes. is sent out. And as she's <laughs> sent out, Azalea struts in, just fully like owning the space, like changes the whole mood, shifts around her. People are happy again. People are, People happy. are crying tears of joy. She's gorgeous. Everyone's taking her photo. She like ascends to the top of the, maybe she does even a musical number, like a new song, like on the steps of the Met Gala. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yes. She, she's getting the most publicity she's ever gotten. And it's because of, of Samantha Jones. Yeah. But this is incredible for her. Yeah, she's for her career. It. Like it's game over. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I think Azalea's doing great. But what I envisioned in this moment is Samantha's having a great time. She's a few steps back, but she's like, "I'm really proud of what I've done here." She looks to the right, and it's Smith, Jared, and his fiance, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" Like. Out of nowhere, this return to Smith happens for her. Oh, my God. Who is Smith Jared's fiance? I want it to be someone, like, famous, famous. I think it should be, I mean, I know that she's currently taken, but, like, an Irina would be, like, a perfect person. Mm -hmm. Someone of, like, the major model category who Samantha just simply is not on the same level as that will just, like, Got her, or it's like, what are, are you thinking? Something different? No, I was thinking like that was that's perfect. Okay, great. Like a model, like a just like a gorgeous, a gorgeous model. supermodel. Yeah, yeah, undeniable. Mm-hmm. And and it's not even a matter of like I don't think Samantha wants to get back with Smith. She's just like, oh, I forgot about this whole part of my life, and I was so caught up with with Azalea and all the other important clients that now I've completely forgotten. What it felt like to love. And Samantha has not even had sex this entire movie so far, which is <laughs> shocking. And I think that there's also no sex. Hits her yeah. too. It's like she, yeah, she's realizing like I have made my entire life like working and I haven't been. Yeah, fucked, she lost herself. Yeah, in ages. And seeing <sighs> Smith kind of like jolts her in that way. Yes. Or maybe and he even she's... asks, like, they talk a little bit, and he's like, how have you been? I'm sure, like, he said something, like, kind of flirty, like, I'm sure you've been, like, busy and up to your old tricks or something. And she's like, well, and then kind of is shocked at the fact that she yes. hasn't been up to her old tricks. Yeah, we see almost a flashback for the past four years of her life, and it's just been, like, work, 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 and that's it. And her Bluetooth There's headset. There's been nothing else. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, and then she which would lead to? I think it, she hasn't had sex in four years. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
that would actually shock everyone. It would, yeah, I can, that's actually, to me, if, for Samantha to realize that, it would change something about her fundamentally. Yeah, like. She, because that's her identity. She never even realized until this <laughs> moment. Like, she just has been so busy. And, like, she has not gotten laid in four years. And then that becomes her one mission. Mm-hmm. That's her, yeah, 100%. Which I think, again, shocks her her core. She's emotionally broken on that that carpet. There's nothing left for her. She doesn't even care what Azalea is doing. Yeah. I think tons of people are coming up to her being like, congratulations. Like, you, like, Azalea's killing it. You must be so proud. Like, blah, blah, blah. Here's my number. Like, I have a client for you. Like, I think celebrities are coming up to her. Like, we see, like, Katy Perry come up to her and, like, beg her oh, to yes. help her. And Samantha's just, like, kind of in a daze. And then I think we just see her get her things and kind of leave the Met Gala. And she decides to walk home because she just needs a lot of time to think. Wow. Yeah. And so we've seen three of the girls enter and exit. I feel like Miranda's been escorted off the premises. She's been escorted off. Yeah. Like, she's truly, I think Samantha even maybe pretends like she doesn't even know her. At one point. Yes. Oh, yeah. When, well, yeah, I don't think anyone would ever claim to know Miranda <laughs> at this point. Like, it's it's her rock bottom publicly. I think also... But it's also, in a way, Samantha. Yeah. We could also... I would love to just tie in, if it's possible, like, the moment that Miranda starts losing her eyesight is also the moment that she sees <laughs> Carrie's dress. So just to set, like, how ugly it is, where it's like, she's kind right. of not sure... If it's the popper addiction or just like the hideous dress that caused. And the last, it's just like, yeah, we see like a pinhole vision and then it's just gone. But the, the last glimpse was the dress. Mm-hmm. And she's, in my head, like she's kind of been sitting on the sides. Like she's been hunched over, she's been hunched over until someone. Just popping on the sidelines <laughs> and smoking a cig, I think. <laughs> yeah. And then that leads us to Charlotte showing up. I think Charlotte would see Miranda immediately take a picture, post it, mm-hmm. and then say, oh my god, Miranda, you have to get out of here. This isn't okay. Like, we need to help you. Yeah. At which point, I see her cell phone falling down, and maybe Harry, this is finally Harry's chance. He picks it up, he grabs it, and he's like, what's this account? What is this? What's going on here? He's scrolling and scrolling and scrolling <laughs> and sees all and these like, photos, and photos of their daughters, and like mean things <laughs> she said about them, and like all her friends... <laughs> And he just, and maybe Charlotte is like, she doesn't realize that he has her phone at first. And she's like, I lost my phone. Like, have you seen my phone? And she's starting to like flip out. And then, and that's what kind of carries them. We track that through the gala. Like, cause obviously Miranda's taken away. Carrie's gone. And now we see like Azalea's great return and Samantha not. So it's kind of cutting back and forth between Harry's realization and Samantha. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Love that. And then I think that leads us to the aftermath. So things have gone wrong now for every one of them. They're all kind of like wrecked in their lives. And usually I think at this point in the movie, there's a a fun vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they they always have to hit rock bottom before they travel. It's an essential moment where a girl's trip is the only answer (laughs) to these problems. And... Okay, this is where I feel like my cur- my current idea 
could be walking us down like a long path and you might have to rein me in. <laughs> say it, but, say it. But we can kind of, I think that there's a way to, to skirt over the girl's trip because usually nothing happens on it. It's usually the fun part. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, in my head, they're going on like a cruise, a fun cruise around the Caribbean. It's quick. It's only three days. You know what? I think that they could go on the Gwyneth Paltrow goop cruise. Okay. Together. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. I think we wake up the morning after and Miranda is obviously like in her apartment. Maybe Miranda comes to and she's in her apartment and all her friends are there. It's Charlotte, Samantha, <laughs> Carrie, and I think Steve and Brady are also standing there. Yes. And they let Miranda know that her work has placed her on indefinite leave. Like, unpaid leave starting now. And Miranda is like, maybe Miranda can't even see them. So we just are hearing, we're just hearing voice. We're just hearing people's yeah, it's voices. Like, it's like a Dolby surround sound situation. We're just, like, getting a full. Yeah. It's totally yeah. kind of, like, blurry slash black. And, like, you can just hear, like, the voices kind of coming in from all angles. And... <laughs> Miranda's like, where am I? Where's my poppers? Where are they? Where are they? And Brady's like, we took them out of the house, mom. And like, he's like, you cannot be trusted. And I will never do them again. Thanks to you. You've ruined them for me too. So thanks a fucking lot. And then like, (laughs) and Steve is so upset and everyone's like crying. And Samantha said, you know what? You need just like a getaway. And some IVs and maybe Samantha's seen, she's seen it all before. So I think she knows like this old song and dance. She had a client that was addicted to poppers. Like he just had a few IVs and stopped doing that. She's like, the key is you just have to stop Yeah, she's like, don't even worry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is not, this is not a long-term problem. Like your reputation is ruined, but like your life is fine. You'll be seeing, you'll be seeing in again, three days. And she's like, you need a vacation. We need to make sure like you go and get away and heal, but we need to take you somewhere where we know there won't be any poppers. (laughs) And the only place they can possibly go is the goop cruise. Which actually like warms my heart. Like I can't imagine a better situation than this. Like these girls having their lives destroyed. The one, so they're on the goop cruise. Yeah. Can you almost walk us through what happens on the goop cruise? Because I shockingly don't have enough context. So all I know is that goop announced a cruise, like a collaboration with like celebrity cruise line. (laughs) And that was like early 2020, I think. Okay. And obviously we all know that the cruise (laughs) never happened, but maybe for the best celebrity cruise goop at sea is back now. (laughs) I'm Googling. We actually need to go. No, same. I'm like, please, if someone from goop is listening, send us both on this fucking cruise. (laughs) We won't bring poppers. No poppers. Your holistic experience begins the moment you step on board with the ocean as the backdrop to your wellness journey. This is from their website. Whether you seek or desire activity, there's no better way to find your ultimate state of well-being than miles away at sea. This is perfect for Miranda, too. Start with a good night's rest on luxurious exhale bedding designed exclusively for celebrity. 
elevate your endorphins with first at sea fitness programs, including F45 fitness classes and Peloton cycling. Complement your journey with programming from our Women in Wellness panel, comprised of some of the most influential wellness leaders. Step into the spa for the escape within your escape. Destination-inspired treatments unique as the places we visit are just the beginning of more than 120 rejuvenating treatments we offer. In the heart of the spa, our sea thermal suite is a playground for the senses with eight distinct spaces to navigate your own path to wellness. At every turn of your sailing, you'll find ways to fully restore yourself. Okay, I have like 15 thoughts. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to process every word you just said. Mm-hmm. And my number one is is this an all-inclusive situation or are you are you adding up a, t- a racking a tab up for every one of these experiences i think you that's not even rack a tab i, I think that's you pay insane to for, me i've been on a cruise it was like 10 years ago or it was longer than 10 years ago but i went on like a mediterranean cruise with my family and it was like you pay for the room and i think all the food is included right drinks are extra you pay for all your alcohol yes, that like bracelet uh-huh. right and you like connect your credit card to a bracelet and then just start <laughs> swiping you're like it's not real money any sort of excursions or like spa experiences that you do like those also cost money so this is like okay. an expensive endeavor this is like a, a billion dollar cruise mm-hmm. this is not a, a, a game no okay when it doesn't fuck well around. i no <laughs> um i this makes absolute sense for them. I think that the way in which we witness them on this boat is very similar to the Adam Sandler film Jack and Jill. I'm not sure if you're familiar. <laughs> I but don't like, think I've seen Jack and Jill in full, just like select clips. But I'm loving. Oh, I, rec- I this- recommend okay. watching it. Mm-hmm. Well, my the point of my point here is like that movie isn't. Ent- it's just one long advertisement for whatever. I think it was like Royal Caribbean. Okay, yeah. So like we're getting funding from Goop here to make this movie, and it's just like excursion, yoga, F forty five, Peloton. Every single possible thing is shown within like a fifteen minute time frame. Yeah, this is and like in that time frame lifestyle porn, cruise porn yes. at its highest. And like, and it's just rejuvenating all four of them with each cut. Yeah, I think we you watch as they board the ship. Like Miranda is literally being like escorted. Like she's in her sunglasses, being like escorted on board. She's asking everyone for poppers. Like someone has to keep an eye on her at all times. And they like check into like they're all staying in like a huge suite together. Yes. Um. And they, like, have Miranda, like, hooked up to an IV, like, immediately. And she has her own, like, concierge doctor um, who's going to tend to her, like, poppers withdrawal and hopefully restore her eyesight. And we're just, like, beat by beat, it's getting better and better with every tropical event she experiences, with every mud bath. I feel like I'm seeing her, like, parasailing without... The ability to to know where she is, yeah, and it's and they're the just like ultimate, throwing her up. The ultimate practice of just letting go. <laughs> yeah, no. At the end of the day, it comes back to like a really spiritual moment for her, where she's like, "It wasn't about the poppers at all. It was about the control it gave me in my life, mm-hmm. or the lack of control that it allowed me for the first time." Yeah, and she's realizing that. I think like Carrie gets 
some energy healing like we I think we get like a moment where an energy healer works with Carrie and like really experiences like her horrific like toxic energy and is basically performing like a shamanic surgery on her to like cut the cords with like all the negativity and she I feel like by cutting the cord she also gets a haircut Mm -hmm. oh and she has a dramatic third act haircut yeah and she's a new person. I think that no she one goes, can believe. I almost want like a revisit of her like Atlantic City hair when, where it was like that yes. tight little like spiral I, short bob. Such a good time in her life. That was like the <laughs> that's when she was depressed. Like that was the best season for me is when she finally was like, oh, I am a bad person. And I'll cut five, my hair to yeah. prove it. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. She it's an atonement. has that exact. Yes, she has to go through this in order to change. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how, it's just a physical representation for the audience to show that something has shifted for her yeah. for the better. Do we need like they need to have like group therapy with Charlotte because Charlotte has also deeply contributed to like ruining all their lives, except for Samantha. Samantha's been like, fine. she's like, I actually love what you do. Like uh, maybe Samantha hires Charlotte to work at her PR firm. Cause she's like, you're so good. And that at this. gives her a sense of purpose. Yeah. Oh, one hundred. Yeah. So we definitely have to backtrack. There needs to be a moment where Carrie, maybe in her energy healing realizes like I've hurt Charlotte so many times throughout my life. And like, this was the one time she hurt me. So I can forgive her mm-hmm. for what she did. But can she forgive herself? Yeah. I mean, and that's a key seeing, question. Like, I think Carrie and Charlotte's drama could come to blows on the ship even. Maybe because Charlotte. Yes. So Harry knows that Charlotte is this like gossip person, but the girls don't know. So Charlotte has right. to tell them on the boat which she thinks like the best place to tell them would be like a vacation <laughs> do you think it's like she's hypnotized one night at like a cruise show and they're like she's under a spell and just reveals it yeah she could that or totally it- i could totally see that and like or that yeah they're doing some like like in goop health like workshop of like releasing yourself from like shame or something like that and they're with all these other like zen women and like that are just like rich and trying to cruise in style and they all like go around and say like what they're ashamed of and then it gets to charlotte and she admits like she's just so ashamed yeah like I, and i just documented everyone's lives and like made it them so much worse and took pictures of them at their lowest points and i think actually care like miranda is oddly okay with it like because she's kind of like I needed without you doing that, like my, like you destroyed my life, but you also gave me my life back. So it's right, kind of a right. net zero. Carrie like flips out, like Lee, I think storms yes. out classic Carrie, like making it all about her. And I think she and Charlotte like get in an actual fight on like the deck, like a physical I fight. I see it like on the deck of the ship okay. where it really does come it comes to blows and like maybe even like Carrie maybe one of them like slips or something and is about to like fall off into the ocean. So then they, we have like a dramatic saving of 
Okay, see, this is where I was headed. I still think it would require another hour and a half of conversation. <laughs> but I was like, they need to get shipwrecked in some capacity. Um, it's taking us in a totally different direction, but I think that the right way to do it. Yeah, I love it. I think that a shipwreck is totally like doable and <laughs> could absolutely happen and would be a welcome. Like, I think just cruises in general are psychotic i don't really understand like why people would go on them and then especially after covid i'm like why like still why yes they're still going to like crash and they're gonna bad things are gonna happen (laughs) on cruises it's just like the way of the beast so i think why not have one of those viral cruise moments (laughs) happen to our girl so as they're coming to blows they're freaking out out of nowhere there's a there's a jolt mm-hmm. and Charlotte was like, Why did you push me? And Carrie's like, Why did you push me? I didn't do that. And they both I have nowhere it happens again. Like, no, they both fall yes. in opposite ways. <laughs> and they're like, ow! And then they they do. They think the other one pushed the other one. And then like a lounge chair just comes sliding past them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, What was that? At which point I think Samantha and Miranda come running out of that same ser- that same seminar. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you not hear what's happening? There is alarms. Yeah. It's, the ship is sinking. Alarms are going and off. And the Goop cruise. Yeah. The Goop cruise is fully coming apart. This is a huge, huge budget movie, by the way. The budget for this movie is about 350 to $400 million. We will sink a ship. And there's going to be lots of green screen. It's basically like Titanic, but better. <laughs> It's like Titanic for the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like out of nowhere, it just takes this huge turn yes. for the worse. <laughs> and I think what's really interesting, it's going to be hard to negotiate the budget with Goop when we're like, we want to also sink the ship. Yeah. But I think that we need to, so we'll need to explain that this was like a human error and it would never actually happen on the Goop cruise. Mm-hmm. But that's something for the legal teams here. Yeah, I think it's the captain. Maybe we also, the captain of the ship happens to be a pauper's addict as well and we're bringing a lot this of awareness anti- we're bringing a lot of awareness yeah. to pauper's addiction and in his haze he steers it Just, into a rock there it would i would yes. say an iceberg but they're not in like an arctic area no uh, just a huge rock a in huge the middle floating of the ocean is rock, just- yeah they're going down. Mm-hmm. They're sinking. It's a moment now where, like, there was this much tension between Carrie and Charlotte, but this is maybe their last moment together ever. Yeah. And I think Carrie's grown enough as a person to, like, grab Charlotte by the shoulders and be like, listen, I've done bad things. You've done bad things, but you're my sister. And all of us are sisters. And there's this really, it's like the Toy Story 3 moment where you're like, are they all about to die mm-hmm. in this movie? And the, the ship just continues to go down. There's like actual scary chaos happening around them. Yeah, I think we but it's see a love it's a loving moment for them. A lot of like, I think we see a moment where people are scrambling to get on the um, rescue ships or whatever yes. those little boats are that hang off the side the lifeboats yes and like scrambling to put on their life jackets and stuff and we see like the cruise people like loading guests onto lifeboats and there's not enough room for like one of the girls like all three of the (laughs) girls get on but then like 
maybe Carrie like can't get on. Like there's none, yes. none left for her. And I think this is also a moment. I just love any chance to incorporate Gwyneth Paltrow into the mix. And she would oh my be God. on the cruise. So, oh, yes. And we haven't seen her the whole time. And her. this is her Yeah, reveal. We've seen her run, like run and like push the girls out of the way to put like a thing on and like get in the lifeboat. And she's like, hurry the fuck up. Like we're fucking dying here. And like, and they're like, say goodbye. She's like, say goodbye to your friend. What the fuck? And like, I think at that moment, Samantha, Charlotte and Miranda get out of the lifeboat. And give their life jacket oh to three other women. And they say, you know what? If one of us goes down, all of us go down because we're sisters and we're not going to leave you here. We've been leaving each I other. This, obs- we've been betraying each other this entire time. And this is the moment where we need to stick together. And that's like the power of female friendship. Mm-hmm. You fi- we finally learn it in that moment. And I could see like... The boat's still going down. It's like really, it, we're, we're getting a Carrie monologue at this point mm-hmm. where she's like, and maybe I don't have my husband or my books or my column, but what I do have is friendship. And we see this like beautiful moment. The boat's going down. They fully accepted death. We like watch these characters go from being like self-involved, terrible people to saying I'm at peace with my own mortality. And I think we even, we just do a total repeat of the Titanic kind of sinking where it's like, we, we, as people who have seen the Titanic, you know what to expect. Like, it's like the boat, it's going to, it's going to crash. So we need to be on this side. And like, they hang on to the railing and then that goes up. And as people are sliding, they're like, hang on ladies, hang on. And they go down. And then they're like, when it goes down, swim, swim for your lives. And I think they all, grab hands and they swim together like a chain of women up to the surface that's gorgeous yeah 100 yeah, and they're swimming away and i really do believe who else would be chartering their own boat in this ocean but aiden wow yeah obviously <laughs> there he is and he says get in ladies i'm picking you up and it's just this incredible cherry on top. Okay, I where love Aiden, that. He's always around. He's always showing he's always up. Always lurking. He's just... Ten steps behind Carrie at any given moment. But I <laughs> Which think... Which is like a separate issue. They survive the boat sinking, and then they all find some sort of, like, life vessel to hold on to. They pile... They yes. all pile on. And then I think just for days, they're floating at sea. They're sunburned. Yeah. And they're having these like deep, they're having really deep conversations. Yes. And they're dehydrated. They haven't eaten. Yeah. They're burnt to a crisp. And then, and the, at the really... moment that they all decide to just accept death, that's when we see the, a horn plays. Yeah. And it's Aiden, it's Aiden. on a, just having a sail. He's looking like he's looking really tan. He's definitely spent some time on the ocean that like we didn't know about, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would definitely be revealed that they were like in a marina the whole time. <laughs> like they were very much like swimming distance from safety for days. They were off the coast of like a Greek <laughs> island, like visible yes. from the shore. Yeah. Yes. Everyone saw them for days. Who are what are just... those people out there doing? The locals <laughs> said to themselves. And I think Aiden yes. was probably just summering on this island and then he decided to um, go sail out and check it out. Because they saw some and movement he said, and he was like, Oh, it's right. Carrie and her friends. (laughs) 
And that's, like, a really beautiful way, I think, to just, like, give everyone the happy ending they need. Except, I would argue, anyone in Charlotte's family has not gained any no, apology they have been or... torn apart by Charlotte's actions. For maybe ever. Yeah. <laughs> I think what... Maybe we... Aiden gets them back on shore and... I think, like, we have to see, I think the vacation, this is an opportunity for the vacation to just expand, and Charlotte flies Harry and the girls out, because it's on national yes. news now, I think, that, like, these women went missing. I think right. days have gone by, they, their bodies have I not think, turned up, everyone thinks that they're dead. And everyone else was, like, safely rescued. There was not, not one, one death, death on this Not one death, it was, like, just totally a freak accident, and I think that's when we find out the popper, like... The captain of the cruise had yes. an addiction. Like we find that out in a news report, and everyone thinking they're dead solves all their problems because everyone then starts with Carrie. They're like, "I know Carrie was canceled, but like she was iconic for this though." And like p- sharing like photos of her flooding Instagram. There's so many think pieces oh about like cancel yes. culture and like how we took down this woman when actually we should be lifting her up and like what did she do for us really and like it to everyone's like singing a different tune now that she's gone right charlotte's family is just like devastated and sad and miranda's family also devastated and sad everyone is sad about samantha yeah and so then when they are alive it's a whole celebration of life. So all the families and friends come out to the Greek island to like celebrate. And if it's in a Greek island, I think I see two feasible ways that this like really fans out. And like one is obviously Samantha will then like find someone to have sex with on the island. She's celebrating will... by going out and fucking like the hottest guy on the island. Yes. Yeah. And that's like she got what she wanted. And then obviously Azalea would also come and perform like a really big finale musical number, like Mamma Mia. Yes. And that's really where it just like curtains close on this stunning musical number. I think even like Samantha could after she like gets fucked, we have like a like a side thing of her like flirting with like a masseuse or someone like that. Right. She gets back. She's like, looks out the window and it's just so gorgeous, like the sun setting. And she gets on her Bluetooth headset or cell phone and she calls Azalea and she's like, honey, you need to make a music video. I have the perfect location for your next music video. And then we see like this huge production of like Azalea's like music video for like her hit single happening. And that's like, yeah. What and a all way the girls really, are like... in it. <laughs> and they're the happiest they've ever been. And they're all like iconic now because Miranda, like, even though she was totally shamed and embarrassed, she becomes like a viral meme of like the poppers. Like, oh, she's a gay icon. Yeah, gay, fully like, a gay icon. Like, Twitter is obsessed with her. Yeah. yeah. And happy she's... to see her like bounce back and find. She still is like in like yeah. a bit of a transition lens, but like her side, we do get like a kind of a real moment where they're like, your vision will be not the same as it was. Like, it will be a long road to recovery, but like you can kind of see. And so she's just happy for that. <laughs> I love, once again, like, at the end of the day, the core of this movie is, like, really warning the side effects of poppers, mm-hmm. like, really just telling people what they're getting themselves into. Yeah. And 
everything in between that is just like filler mm-hmm. because that's really what it's about. The big message. You could ruin your life and you could crash a sh- crash a ship. It's really huge. It's huge, yeah. And then Carrie it's... also like she's now viral and celebrated. And then Charlotte, I think there's like a ABC special about like the housewife <laughs> turned gossip blogger who and like and she's also hired by Samantha. So now Charlotte's like a right. celebrity. And like, so they're all she's just like finally dancing in this music. And she's video. uplifting in a positive way. She's like, I'm not going to bully anyone anymore. I'm just going to share good news mm-hmm. about celebrities. And it just works for her. Yeah. And Carrie is, yeah, once again, she's celebrated. I think that honestly, who is to say what happens with Big? We'll leave that up for the audience. Yeah. It's kind of, I guess it's like neither here nor there. Maybe she doesn't even <laughs> really, really care that much. Like she. I feel like she did it. She could have a moment in the movie where she's like, I totally forgot that Big left me for Natasha. Like that hasn't even entered my mind. It's like a thing that I give a shit about. Isn't that crazy? Like she says to her friends and they're like, that's fucking insane. Like you've been obsessed with Big for like 15 years and now he's left you at your lowest low and you don't even care. And she's like, no. And it's a cel- it's another reason to celebrate. That's a huge win. Yeah. If that ever happened to her, it would be like actually the best thing to happen to everyone in her life. Yeah. Like that's another major uplifting moment. Wow. I see this movie. Like I'm I want this movie. I like feel the sun on my skin. Me too. I feel the Mediterranean like just atmosphere around me. Like I'm in Greece mentally watching these women like dance for the music video and I hear and they're so happy Azalea's songs even though they don't the songs that she's doing don't even exist yet I hear them anyways well yeah they're gonna they will exist I think this fully will happen I think if there's one part of this that's realistic it's Azalea Banks getting three original songs and three performances in the Sex and the City reboot when does the Jennifer Hudson song come into play because I was thinking that it could maybe be like a very sad ballad when Carrie's descend like ascending and descending the Met Gala stairs or like a haunting ballad yeah it could like, be like so, haunting like yeah like i'm uh, even like a phantom of the opera-esque yes yes <laughs> song. yeah that's and that's winning the oscar which is gonna like it's a shame because azalea did put like three really good songs out but like that one that moment it just like sold it for the academy azalea wins the grammys and H- jay hud wins the oscar. oscar and there's a performance which is... at the oscars that all the women like all the women are in attendance for. Oh my god, yeah, I'm actually obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. It's they recreate the Met and the the Greek island on stage. Yes, and Miranda Cynthia Nixon is nominated for best actress. Steve right. and Brady for best supporting actor. So they're <laughs> they're competing against each other. So it's just a Sex in the City takeover of awards season that year. Which it's always should have been that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the highest grossing... Was it not the highest grossing movie of all time? I'm sure it's I changed. I don't think so at all. But... <laughs> it was probably like Titanic. I love, I love that you think that. I really... I don't think so. I think it maybe grossed like a few hundred mil, but I'm... Wait, no, it definitely like... I'm looking okay, it up. I'm going it, like, to definitely... Too. 
it was like a maybe it was just like it did really it well. It did really well. Okay, I imagine I I mean this is actually the worst possible platform to make that mistake on because if there's anyone who would actually know, I I mean it really grossed like four hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's huge. Which is four hundred eighteen million. It's not Avatar. Sex in the City two did two hundred ninety four point six. No, but honestly, yeah, I mean movies now this is the highest grossing this is the this one that this we just one, wrote yeah it grosses two billion dollars in just its first week in the box office it yes. blows it yeah. creates like it destroys even like marvel movies like become people are like we don't care about that those don't make enough money what we need is more sex in the city content and then instead of marvel movies being released like every two months it just is all sex in the city universe spin-offs there's shows there's like tertiary characters getting their own like televised series oh my god there's like yes spin-off movies like it just takes over as the top money maker of the world <laughs> it becomes its own streaming network people are just you're subscribing just for that yeah there's a studio 100%. like how marvel studios is its own thing there's just sex in the city studios and it just is dedicated to making sure every character in sex in the city has some sort of like starring vehicle Yes, mm-hmm. every, and like you said, every character every ones character. we barely yeah. even think about. Mm-hmm. Like I want like a Stanford Blanche sitcom. Oh, absolutely! To like he and Anthony get their own like gay marriage and divorce like miniseries. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. That's exactly it. Wow. We open the door for so much here. It's just not. It's not just about this movie. It's about really creating a, a long line of content. Yeah. After oh, this. yeah. It never ends, and it's just like. It it beca- it just takes over. Like this is what it like everyone in the world it becomes. Yeah. It's, yeah, this is what the world wants. You thought it was superheroes? Think again. No, it's it's the Goop Crew sinking in the ocean. One hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I think we did a great job. I was really. I'll admit. When we were, like, at the Met an hour in, and I was like, how will we get to a shipwreck? And somehow we managed. It always comes together. You just have to trust the process. <laughs> yeah. No, I learned that. I was like, oh, I, I went too far. I also and see. No, really... no, you did not. There's no such thing as too far. You've come to the right place. I want to take it <laughs> across God. the finish line and then out into outer space is how far I'm willing to go with this. <laughs> oh, that was my other gut because Kim Cattrall, yeah. did you see? Mm-hmm. I was like, she has to go to space, but then the rumors were false. <sighs> I know. Well, this movie would get a sequel that definitely takes place in space, like on another planet. It's just gravity with different characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What do we call this movie, by the way? Oh my god! I mean, we can't avoid either sniffing or pop. Like, has to be included. Like what, what you said at the beginning, which is like what all it, it takes, all it takes is, is one sniff. sniff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just that's definitely the tagline. Yeah, for sure. That is the tagline. Um, I thought of another tagline that maybe could be incorporated, or like something that Charlotte says at the end of each post is like a cryptic, like her cryptic sign off is like. And yeah, one right. day the blind shall see, or something like that. Like something kind of biblical. 
Because I think she and would bring becomes, like a Jewish like Old Testament vibe yes, to this. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. And then also that connects you with like Miranda going blind from poppers. Right. But that's just like a side note. I love that. Okay. I think that that's <laughs> thank God that you can like imagine we didn't have that because now that I think that ties together. The that's the common theme. movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's our mission statement. Yeah. There's just so many elements that I'm actually struggling to pick one common theme of the movie. <laughs> because, like, I was like, there's New York nightlife, there's fashion, there's travel. There's, like... There's cancellations. Friend, like, the bonds of friendship. Sex in the City 3. Maybe it's, like, canceled, crashing, and something else. Like, something else. I mean, there's, like, they're all wrecked. Yeah, in a way, they are all. I love. They're wrecked, and then they're shipwrecked at the end to really hand just to double it down. I'm like googling popper side effects. <laughs> oh, I mean something with deck makes sense. Yeah. Checked, decked, and wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like honestly. I I fully endorse it just because I my brain is just I not know I'm like what could it, what could it possibly be but yeah that 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 feels because right because all of those things happen they all get checked yeah some get decked yeah some are decked and everyone's wrecked wow I feel great about this I love it I'm like craving this movie I'm salivating for this movie that's the that's like the issue with this podcast is like I used to listen to it and be like how do I like I would imagine that I've seen it mm-hmm. like it's so visual hearing people describe it like also I guess because the characters are so burned into our brains but I'm like now I like can't rewatch it like I have to just listen to it again it's a shame I, I think that you have to start putting getting a small group of actors together I need like <laughs> committing to recreating to these. happen yeah I know I wish if I was ever to win the lottery like win like 900 mil I would make <laughs> Some Sex in the City movie, like I would make at least that one be, because that's all I would really you like have. Fake the cast. Yeah. I'd really like, only have the budget to AI deep fake everyone's face, hire <laughs> actors to like play the bodies that have like similar bodies. Then I would have to like full CGI their faces on, deep fake all their voices. It'd be a huge post production budget, like three hundred mil just to get it shot. Three hundred mil post production. Yeah. And then, like, distribution with another. So I'd spend my all my lottery earnings on just making one epic Sex in the City movie. And then it would become the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. So it'd be a worthwhile investment. Mm-hmm. It works out. Yeah, it would have to gross, yeah, at least two bills <laughs> to just reimburse me and then, like, make a little money for other people. Yeah, like, to pay you for your time and your effort. Yeah, but maybe if yeah. I just do the whole thing myself, then entirely like you're yeah. playing every character or just i would direct also watch edit, that. like produce <laughs> distribute and then hire all the rest of the people yeah oh yeah so you're only say you're like saving 600k mm-hmm. 600 mil yeah, yeah you're fine yeah. you're fine okay i see this okay if i win the lottery i'll make this movie because this is i think by far the most epic requires just a lot <laughs> there's so many there's so this is the highest budget yeah for sure and it's like, and for truly no reason. Like, I didn't have to take those directions it took. I never had to, but you know it what? It was never... I want to give people a treat. They deserve some I appreciate action. It. 
Yeah, we gave them everything they wanted. We <laughs> gave fashion, we gave drama, we gave comedy, we gave musical. Yeah. <laughs> we gave Oscars wow. to multiple people. We gave to people who've always needed them, mm-hmm. always deserved yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. David Eggenberg. <laughs> Primarily. <laughs> Joe, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Joe Hedges or on Twitter at Be Quiet Joe. God, thank you so much for creating this masterpiece with me. You were a dream come true and then some. Well, this was an actual dream come true for me, so I deeply appreciate it. I feel like I snuck in. Like, I just, I got lucky. It was perfect. I really appreciate it. It was meant to be. It really was. We figured it out. Yes. We did it. We did. All right. Until next time. Bye. Okay. Bye. Friend of the Pod Productions. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.